Yeah. Big biggest supporter. Go mom. True. I'm gonna need this a lot because of the rap once you get there. Yeah, it's good to know that my mom loves me more than your mom loves you. Um. Alright, ready? Mom, you have rebuttal? (laughs) Where you at, Kit? (laughs) Kit! I don't think I don't know where we're gonna put that, but it's recording. So. <laughs> nice. Are you ready to roll? <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. Episode sixty-seven. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Better than ever. Coming after that Christmas episode with another one for you. This is, uh, it's that time of year it's again. I got a douchey, but. What are you talking about? I was just like, we're back again with another one for you. Yeah. I, want, I want radio announcer a little bit. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we're it's back. It's funny. You're saying, yes, it is that time of year again, which is what you would expect during the Christmas episode. But, but no. it's also Spotify wrapped yeah. season. So we'll be going over. Ours, how it stacked up with our predictions. My tactical error, which skewed my results. I can't wait. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to that. And then that. I'm putting you to the test. You're putting me to the test. Not just analyzing. Oh, right. But I've got a, I have, I've collected a bunch. I'm excited. So um, Do some psychoanalysis, tell people who they are again. <laughs> exactly. That'll be fun. One of my favorite intros of all, of any episode we have, <laughs> is, is you one? going, like, us like kind of navigating, figuring out like what we were saying, and you're like, let me... Let me tell you who you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true. I nailed it last year. Do you year. think you know you? <laughs> I know you. I know you better than you know you. It's so good. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't expect to have as accurate as results because repeating that magic is going to be tough, but I'll do my best. I'm just curious to see if there's like any kind of like <laughs> insight. Yeah. Like how, like, is there true like analysis to it or did you get real lucky the first two times? Because you did it for two. I think I backed it up with my thought process. I agree. I wasn't just but it was shooting like, in the dark. I agree, but it was like, I have technically, I think, four we could do. Okay. And it's like, if you could go four for four generally, it'd be like, <laughs> okay, there's something up here. Like, there's something real. <laughs> I know, I missed my calling. Um, got an artist spotlight, which I'm excited. And I know nothing about it. Yeah. Uh, I, you might have heard of them before, but maybe not. Either way, it's going to be it's gonna be fun. Give us a preview so people stick around and listen. In what way? Sing it. <laughs> no, no. What's the, what's, what's the name of the artist? Uh, the name of the artist is, uh, oh shoot, it's like Karungbin. Oh, okay, yeah. You know them? Yeah. Okay. You've I don't know how before? to say it, but okay. not not a lot. I had to look it up how to say it. Um, they're, they're, the, they're the hot thing right now. Yeah, so, yeah, dude, they're they're awesome. So yeah. I'm excited to talk about them Kar- a little bit. Karungbin. Karungbin, and then uh, listen to them. And but, then, but first. But first, the people have been asking for it, Mac. And we'll just start. We'll just dive right into it. But should we tell? Should we tell? Sorry. Should we tell people our potential episode idea about this person <laughs> that we had, or should we just leave that to be brand new about the person we're going to talk about in a second? We had a whole episode idea about it. Yeah, where we where we put people in a room. Oh yeah, <laughs> should that's we tell right. People or should we just? That's right. I think we actually might run with that. So maybe we should leave it as okay, a surprise. Right, right. But um, anyway, anyway. This person, you all know, and uh, she's been blowing up lately because a certain tight end put her on the map. <laughs> yeah. 
No, it's Taylor With Swift. With a mustache. It's Taylor Swift. Uh, we've been getting over and over again, people telling us to talk about it. It's so funny. It's Mainly always, women. It's always just, talk about Taylor. Talk about Taylor. Like, what, what about, about, about her? her? Nothing. Yeah, it's funny. But we're finally going to do it. Um, and I don't even know what we're talking about. You don't about. even know what we're talking about. So let me tell you something, Mac. Taylor Swift is a demon. And I'm going to prove it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you, I want you to have a presentation so, so bad. <laughs> if you'll hand me the iPad. <laughs> We're going to start with a dream I had. That's a great start. That's right. So I thought I mentioned this to you. Maybe not, but I'm sleeping. Oh, right? yes. Start dreaming. You did mention this, but yeah, go on. So I start dreaming and I have this super vivid dream. I'm at some sort of football game. To be fair, it was the, uh, what night was it? Jets are playing the Chiefs. So big Monday night game. T-Swift is on... I like your camera work here. T-Swift is all over the TV. And I was, you know, watching it right before bed. Fell asleep. So she's on the brain, right? In real life. In real life. You were doing that. I fall asleep. In this dream, I'm, it seems like I'm actually at the football game. Kind of feels like I'm in this, like, booth, like this box. And she's there. Where and she would be. Where course. she would be. And Dave is actually next to me. And I was like, yo, dude, holy shit, that's Taylor Swift. So, somehow, like, we end up either looking at each other or whatever, we start talking. And I said, something I probably would say in real life, I was like, do you even like football? Like, that would kind of be a bummer if you had to just come to these and like, you hated watching football, like, haha. And then, somehow, it, the conversation got to something about, like, Hollywood people being, worshipping Satan or something. Normal conversation. And I was like, yeah, hail Satan. And she went, yeah. And smiled at me in locked eyes. And then on the TV, they were showing her spot in the booth, but she wasn't there and only I could see her. And then she smiled and then disappeared and everything went silent. Everybody else in the room just like snapped their head and looked at me. And Dave was hitting me. He was like, dude, something's happening. And like they got up and started walking towards me. And I woke up like heart pounding, breathing heavy. Liv woke up and was like, are you okay? Like, what the hell happened? And I was like, I just had one of the scariest dreams I've ever had. So, <laughs> flash forward. That's so specific. It's yeah. impressively specific. Yeah. Like, you looking at the Jumbotron, looking for her. Where like, she would be. Where she would be, and she's not there. Yeah. It's an insane thing to dream. Yeah. Like, just to think about the specifics of that. <laughs> like, a detail that makes kind of functional impressive. sense yeah. into what the plot exactly. of the dream was. It's so yeah. impressive. Crazy. Crazy. I'm just so intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. My subconscious is just like literary. <laughs> but I have this dream freak me out. I thought it was just like a funny thing that happened. And then I'm on Instagram and I see this video talking about Taylor Swift linking her to the Church of Satan. <laughs> now, this is a real conspiracy theory going on right now that Taylor Swift is a clone of the daughter of the guy who founded the Church of Saint. His name is Anton LaVey. Okay. okay. He had a daughter. And I'm going to bring up some pictures for you. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and if you want me to look at anything up on your own, on my phone. Let me so know. her name is, uh, it's now Zena Shrek. It used to be uh, Zena. Yeah, Zena. Her name used to be uh, Zena LaVey. And she, I, I totally wish you were just like Rachel Jones. <laughs> she at one point 
was um, like the high priestess of the Church of Satan. Whatever that means. Church of Satan is supposed to be kind of like this like informed, logical, kind of anti-religion thing that doesn't actually worship Satan. However, there's a lot of books about like weird rituals. The guy that founded it was into like these weird kind of like he, he was known for paranormal stuff. So there's kind of this like shroud of mystery surrounding it and what he was actually about. Um, but he has this daughter and people started to take notice at her striking resemblance <laughs> to one. Now, Do you have me, side by sides? Tell me, Mac, who are you looking at in that photo right now? <laughs> okay. That is <laughs> yeah. pretty crazy. That's pretty weird. When's that from? Uh, I think from the 80s. Oh, okay. So, right. It's old. Like, yeah. So, there, there's a side by side. Yeah. Okay. Pretty weird. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Here a you go. A step above, like, a step above, like, uh, just, oh, those people look weirdly alike. Check that Like, one. it's like one step above that. It's weird. <laughs> I'm processing. <laughs> The resemblance is freaking like it is uncanny. Pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. All the bone structures like exactly the same. The lips, the like no, it's the nose. it's weird. It's weird. Now, <laughs> so I tried. I looked up Zena. Her name, last name now is now it's it's S C H R E K Shrek I think, and um, she actually disavowed herself from the Church of Satan. Okay, in the late nineties. Totally distanced herself from her father's work. I'm assuming got married. Invention. Got married. Dude, she did this documentary. I think she was still part of the Church of Saint at the time. About Charles Manson. Like, she directed this documentary about him that included, like, all these interviews and weird stuff. Like, she's just, like... And then, after leaving the Church of Satan, she's a part of this Church of Set, which is an Egyptian god that, like, anti-god that Satan, the, the name actually comes from. Oh, so she... She didn't really like. She didn't really leave, yeah, but she yeah. she joined a she different left the thing. specific church. Though, yeah. Right? So what the theory is is that since she disavowed herself, they had, you know, um, copies of her DNA, Naturally. cloned her. Yeah. Which I then looked into cloning to see if it was actually possible. Human cloning is actually like it is feasible. They just don't. There's no like way to actually do it because of how many tries it would take and all the stuff. You would need a bunch of these eggs and stuff. But it is feasible to do. Okay. They have cloned animals in the past. Dolly the sheep was the famous one, and I think it was sometime in like recently, like 2016, they were actually able to successfully clone human embryo. Yes. Right. I've heard in that. In Korea, I yeah. think. Uh, South Korea. But anyway, so and they and they definitely have clones in North Korea. There's no doubt. They about definitely that. have clones in North Korea, and Taylor Swift is definitely a clone of <laughs> this guy's daughter. But this is a real conspiracy theory going around. Now, satanic stuff in music is nothing new. Like, there's the famous, like, you know, records playing backwards and stuff like that. But I just want to show you some, you know, maybe pictures that would worry you you (laughs) looking into it. So, this is Taylor. This is one of the most... um, This is... Some of the most excitement I've seen you in a while, like, Listen, presenting I'm, something. I'm just excited to talk about Taylor Swift, <laughs> like our fans wanted us to do. But here we go. I mean... Do you... Where, where is he from? Anton LaVey? Yeah. I don't know. 
I didn't look that up. Where was uh, she born? Taylor Swift is a PA person. No, where's Xena born? Oh, Xena? <laughs> in a lab? Xena <laughs> yeah, was born. Where Planted in Wyoming, Pennsylvania. San Francisco, California. Okay. Also known as the Devil's Playground. <laughs> <laughs> Conveniently placed into Pennsylvania. But look at all that serpent symbology. <laughs> you know? Pretty weird. Pretty weird. Someone trying to distance themselves from the perception of being associated with the devil wouldn't be posing with that many snakes. Now, <laughs> that's a little like out there, you know, kind of off the like, like you have a, to like a stretch. You have to interpret it a little bit. Sure. Have you seen the music video for Karma? No. Well, let me show you something. <laughs> Why do I feel like you're doing this like a? Like a cop presenting his evidence. <laughs> what you know about this? We'll say Google Images is not make it easy to zoom in on things. This podcast is not sponsored by Google Images. That's her directly with a devil mask <laughs> on. Why? Because do we know karma is a god? Karma's her boyfriend. All this stuff. Mm. Weird, weird coincidence. Coincidence. She's got the serpent stuff. She looks just like that freaking lady, and she's got a devil mask on. Now, the other part of this: a lot of the satanic rituals for summoning demons, as we just saw in the movie Hereditary, it's a lot about channeling people's energy. So, what the conspiracy theory is is that these massive concerts with people like Taylor Swift and Doja Cat. They're like, and like Sam Smith with like the devil stuff. Like, there's a lot of demon devil, little Nas X. Like, I was making this point earlier in that obviously, this is more just this is like fun conspiracy stuff just to go into because it's entertaining. I don't obviously don't think Taylor Swift is literally demon spawn, but <laughs> um, like, if you were with the people that are because there's legit channels I found on YouTube that are like Christian guys that are like, this is the Hollywood satanic stuff that yeah. we're talking about. Yep. And, like, if you – a lot of those times you're like, all right, this is ridiculous. But when you see so many examples of them using, like, demon and devil symbolism and stuff, it's, like, you kind of get why those people are, like, yeah, this is, like, they're trying to corrupt the youth. Because yeah, yeah. they're, like, they're like just straightforward showing you, like, all of that type of imagery and stuff. Also, what's really interesting about, like, a lot of these conspiracies about these, like, elites that are – you know, doing horrible things. There's a concept that's called, it's like karmic retribution. So what the thought is, is that they have to, like, if they tell you what they're doing, they're not like morally liable for it. So they insert it in like subliminal messaging in like pop culture through artists, movies, like you know, all the Simpsons predictions with like the twin towers coming down. Like you've seen those compilations of videos. Yeah. That's them indirectly telling you what they're doing. So that there's no karmic retribution and like puts them in the right okay. this like weird metaphysical realm that they like okay. operate and believe in. I got it. Which is why people search so hard for this like like they the Illuminati stuff, like all of that is like is because of that. People look for it because they feel like they have to tell you they have to encode it in numbers. Like nine eleven is nine one one, like that's like on purpose, like that kind of stuff. Um so along with these satanic ritual rumors, another reason that 
she's been accused of this as a piece of evidence is that she's been having things at her shows that look pretty like a lot like witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to click that top video. Just give it a gander real quick. <laughs> Is Taylor Swift a witch? Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Is Bible. Taylor Swift performing witchcraft at her concerts? In her most recent concert, Taylor Swift is performing witchcraft. And I know this is going to raise some controversy in the comments, but this just doesn't look right to me. If you're with God and not the devil, tap subscribe. <laughs> For everyone out there, why don't you tell everyone? Oh now, now. <laughs> that just the, ex the existence of that YouTube video is just like, there's so much to talk about. <laughs> actually do want to actually i do want to deep dive at some point in like the overall i think it would be cool to go through the history of like the 60s and when people were talking about like playing the records backwards and rock and roll being like devil music and i'm curious to know like how far that goes back like involving music and when those conspiracy theories kind of started with like the deep state inserting its messaging through artists and stuff because like there's those like spooky hollywood stories floating around about like people selling their souls and doing like whatever stuff to get famous and like losing themselves. And like, you see people lose themselves to fame and stuff. Like Doja Cat is fucking the weirdest person ever. Like she's like painting herself red and like doing interviews with herself and stuff. And it's nuts. And then there's like, you ever see the music video? Um, I forget what little Wayne song it is, but it was like, it came out like two weeks before that Aurora Colorado shooting. You remember that movie theater? Yeah. One? Yeah. So in the music video, he's in a movie theater, he's rapping and there's like in random seats, there's skeletons and the number of skeletons is the number of people that died in oh, that right, shooting. Right, right. So there's like stuff like that, which I yeah. was like, that'd be kind of interesting to like go through. But yeah, Taylor Swift is uh, summoning demons on stage and for do yourself a favor. Right in front of everyone's eyes. Right in front, right in front of everyone's eyes. Go look at the pictures of this. This uh, Zena Shrek, Zena Levay, and you'll be you'll be pretty stunned at the resemblance. So what is the? So what is the the what's the goal? What's the gain for the cloning then? What's the rationale? Well, I I haven't I haven't heard my here's my theory. Yeah, what's your theory? I think that so a lot of this right is about bringing in Satan. To, or other demons to the to the earth realm, right? I think it's possible that Zena LeVay was the supposed to be the original, like either host or conjurer, then found out what was going on or whatever for whatever loss of touch disavowed. She, she got out, and now this was the backup plan. This was T Swift. We're going. You know, she grew up as a Christian girl writing country songs and stuff, and. Little do they know, that's her foot in the door into infiltrating the vast community of her cult-like I mean, followers. That's the other thing. Would be genius. Do we not describe her <laughs> her fans we as do. cult members a lot? We do. Let me let me give you a little bit more example of that. <laughs> okay. I went on Reddit just to see what some of the discussions were like. And this, these are some actual Reddit comments on the Taylor Swift subreddit. Just general Taylor Swift? Like anything they have to r R slash Taylor Swift. 
So here was the original post. Swifties know there have been a lot of ups and downs in the artistic journey of our favorite star over the past 15 years. Parentheses, thankfully, it had mainly been ups. Which moments do you think were the most challenging? I'm asking because I have so much respect for her courage, dedication, and integrity and see her as a positive role model. Um, and someone wrote, most challenging for her, probably the 2016 period, the re-recording saga was also challenging, but in terms of destruction, it didn't feel like almost everyone was against her. After all, BMR and Scooter Braun either had no fans or lost all of them. And then this person that did the original post commented, thanks for your input. Yeah, I cannot imagine how difficult 2016-17 was for her because merely as a distant bystander, it was tough to see her retreat. I understand and respect why she did it, though. And they also, in the subreddit, refused to say those people's names that wronged her. They, yeah. like, Voldemort it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they literally, the person that originally posted said, like, the names that we will not say. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, they're... There's so much stuff for, like, how hard she had it and what she went through is it like, she overcame this. Like, and, like, I understand all that that record stuff was, like, rough. But it's, like, this person is talking. Like, they talk about her like she, like, fought a war. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, yeah. just, like, some yeah. of the comments are just, like, so insane. So. So we might know when why. You but there's other artists that are big, <laughs> as big as her, right? Drake's fans don't treat him like that. No. You know? Like, Olivia Rodrigo's fans aren't like that. Like, it's there's something different to her. There's no per- perception that that Drake has gone through anything like that. Well, like, like, they believe that they have gone through it with her. Yes, yeah. that's true. People just enjoy his music. This is, like, a journey yeah, for yeah. her and her fans. Yeah. By the way, I understand people talk about how <laughs> badass the re-recording thing is and whatever. She fucking duped her whole fan base into buying a, the same album a second time. <laughs> like, she just re-recorded the same songs. She did. She changed them a little bit. And I get it's cool because she got the money back or whatever. But she made a ton of money on the first time she did it and just got you guys to buy not even new music. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> she duped all of you. I don't think she did it to make a lot of money. I think she did it to have the rights to her, 100% of the rights to her songs. She definitely knew that it would make her a lot of money. So, people talk about the church taking money from regular people. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about how much you just gave Taylor Swift for the same music that you already heard. There's a, there's a lot there. There's a lot, a lot to, unpack. to unpack. That's my uh, that's my presentation on Taylor Swift. Much wanted by the fans. Guess what, guys? You got what you wanted. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. We, we talked about. <laughs> we <it>. talked about her. <laughs> I guess we'll just have to keep a close eye on her. Yeah. I can't wait to do some... some and uh, unveil the truth I, when I'm, people are ready. <laughs> I think this is going to be a regular segment on the show when I talk about... Updates. When I expose the demon nature of several artists in the industry. Yeah. <laughs> that dream, though, for real, was That's actually one so, of the most yeah. unsettling dreams yeah. I've had in a long time. I can time. imagine. Because yeah. it feels so, like... It feels so normal, but also not normal, because you're like, why would I be in a box with Taylor Swift? This yeah. is kind of, like, surreal. And right. then... To take like, just the logic of the steps. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just a, yeah. it creepy. That would freak me. The heck <laughs> yeah, out. yeah. All right. <laughs> so we got to keep that in mind at all times. Yeah. You're done, correct? I'm done. Okay, I'm done. Case closed. I'm really happy that you had no idea that was coming. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was something unusual. <laughs>
about Taylor Swift. But I saw the one Instagram post. And I was like, I'm totally, I'm, I'm gonna go on a whole fucking rant about it. But now, it's Spotify Rap time. It is. So I'll tell you, I have eight ish, eight to nine different raps that I want you to like, you know, of our friends that I want you to guess who they are. Okay. And then I also have three to four people that you haven't met before or maybe have met very briefly mm-hmm. that you're going to psychoanalyze as we've established. We're going to do that. We are going to talk about our own and probably just this year's Spotify wrapped in general. Is that where you want to start or do you want to start with some, some quizzing? All right, let's go through our stuff real quick. Okay. Why not? I guess first we should probably hit just generally the... How did they stack up, by the way? You looked. Oh, yeah. So, um, I'll, while I'm pulling up, I'll tell you mine. I was three for five on both artists and songs. So, wow. I put the arcs first and then jungle second. And I don't know if you remember, but I think we went to a co- their jungle concert like two days later or something. And at the concert, I was like... I don't know why I put the arcs first. They're not going to be first. Like yeah. jungle is 100% going to be first. <laughs> and so they like, were. I don't know what I was thinking. So I realized that immediately. So I should have had that them switch. Yeah. And then the other artist I got was Joy Crooks. So she was that British R&B singer. Ended at five. I thought she might be three. And then, but where I, my logic did make sense is if there's three of my five songs on the top five are by the arcs, one by jungle and one by um that goes my last one. Oh yeah and then pressure by cartoons and so that logic made sense but the the library size of jungle was just too large yeah like i've just listened through so much more right. of their music and then having a concert of them too makes such a big difference but right. i nailed my first three First, second, third top songs. Like I got those all correct. Nice. So I felt good about it. It's funny because we, we really predicted way too early. I thought we were going to get it within the next month, and it was like two months plus. Yeah. But um, remind me of yours because I don't even know if you sent me yours, right? I did. My wrapped? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, sent it yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. Master yeah. of Puppets. Right. So here's what happened. Let's just to give you a little audience preface. The night of our Halloween party that we had this year, it was a banger. Shout out. Um, Shout out who? uh, Me. I'm throwing a banger. (laughs) Uh, And you. Shout out to the party people. For winning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doug Dimmodome. You won the costume contest. Anyway, I fell asleep with my phone connected to the Bluetooth and a one song by one band played for probably three hours. That's so funny. And uh, yeah, so it skewed my numbers a little bit. Um, But I don't... I'm pretty sure I got the artist... Right, except for the I one. Yours here. Yeah, but my songs, I think, were off. So, what was my? Can you read through my songs predicted? <laughs> <laughs> well, your artist was Jake. J. Cole, Drake. Yeah. Joey Badass, Kanye, Anderson Pac. I want to say Anderson Pac didn't make it, right? No, my top artists were Drake, Kanye, JID, Chase Atlantic, and J. Cole. Oh no, Joey Badass. Either. No Joey Badass, which I was surprised. Yeah. And then. Uh, your number one. St- <laughs> we we do need to preface. 
It well, isn't my number. I know my real number one song. Yeah, yeah. And I know my real number five. Song. Yeah, that's the thing. So I guess we'll just pretend that that's not there. Yeah, let's just say <laughs> it's not there. <laughs> so what you guessed was Daydreaming by No Worries and Anderson Pac. Yep. And then Bobby Boucher by Earth Gang. Yep. And then Way of the Triune God. Yep. Which I think made it. Not in the top five. Oh, we didn't make it. They're okay. in my top. They're close yeah. to my top. And like then Angela by Bob Thomas. Yep. Didn't either. And then Show Me by Joey Badass. Yeah. So over five. Over five on the songs, wow. which I was shocked at. What um, an idiot. I really didn't think Master of Puppets was going to be on there, which was ended up being my number one song. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Um, I just didn't think the gym can't play because that's the gym playlist. Oh, right, right. I was listening to it just regularly for a little bit when I because I just forgot how good it was. Um, but those other songs were so my actual top five were Master of Puppets, Family Ties with Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar, which okay, yeah, I forgot, but I I found that song this year and really liked it. Green Tambourine. By the Lemon Pipers. Um, Money on the Table, which upon thinking about it, I was like, that was an obvious one that I should have got. Because I found that and I freaking love that Who's song. Who's that by? It's a guy called Belly and then Benny the Butcher. Okay. Um, and then my fifth one was Gummy by Brockhampton. But Way of the Triune God was like 14. Pressure was up there. Um, Jungle was in there. Happy Man. And then those other songs, Angela was like 20. And I think Show Me was like 25. Daydreaming was like 24. So I just was like, I didn't count those other ones that come up more often. Yeah. You probably were thinking of like the time at which you find something really matters. Yeah. Like, and so even if it's one month difference, a couple months, like it really might shoot Mm -hmm. it up. Yeah. Which is like the ARCs had, they released their album in January. I got really into it and then it stayed like, there's no way that wasn't going to be top one and two. Or, you know, top few. Um, I liked some of the other things that it had. Obviously, all this goes without saying that we we think Spotify wrapped is the greatest. Or is, like, so cool. It's cool. Don't let anybody pretend that it's not cool to share. Cause yeah. It's just a way to connect with you, if you. Or connect with someone. If you're doing it to be competitive, okay, that's maybe not cool. That's a lame move. Um, yeah. But if you do it to connect... To see who else might have the top one as you or something. Please do. Because we, we say that every time we've done anything with it. But I liked some of the other stuff they did. did including the thing where how many would... artists. Yeah. Obviously how many minutes. Which is how many days of your life. Like if that was in straight days. Which is crazy. Like I saw some numbers at 80,000 plus. Which is like literally like an eighth of your whole year. Yeah. Was spent. With Spotify playing, which I find to be just like it's just so wild to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the town thing was really interesting. Yeah, do you remember where yours was? I, was I do. I I didn't ask you that. What was yours? Uh, shoot, it was like it's San something California. Oh, San Luis, San, San Luis, Luis Obispo, Obispo yeah, California. Obispo, That's yeah. the same for uh some people that you'll. I'm not gonna give it give it away I yet. I said people there are far more likely to be fans of Earth Gang, JID, and Dreamville, which I thought was interesting. I wasn't expecting. And that. that's I don't know if you looked, but that's like Central California, between LA and San Francisco. Yeah. Like, it's not the hustle and bustle of the cities. I think it's more the chill, like, beachy, you know, mountain, chill people. Yeah. Um, which is a very specific place, which I find to be funny. Right. Mine was Boulder, Colorado. Which I found a lot of people were also Boulder, Colorado. College kids. Um, I th- I think a big part of that is, honestly, is 
Red Rocks and how there are so people go to so many concerts, they probably discover new music and new bands by just going to Red Rocks because it's more about the venue than it is the artist half the time. Yeah. So I think that the diversity of music in that area is probably higher than normal. So there's a lot of Boulder answers because the it just if you're looking at the data, it Boulder probably pings a lot because sure. there's a lot of there's probably a lot of diversity yeah. just because of the concerts that are rolling through literally every day or every day, not in the winter. But I thought that was a really interesting yeah. addition, like this kind of geographical aspect. Doesn't mean that much, obviously, but it's still like cool, it's something to yeah. connect with. And I've got everyone's that you're gonna guess as nice. well. Did you look at um, your like what day and how? What was your max amount of mi- minutes on whatever day? Yeah, it was like five hundred something. I think. Yeah. So did, I don't. I can't remember. Do you like remember August the day? Something. Like, do you remember what you were doing? No, I, I should have looked though. I should. Yeah. Oh, I guess so you can still look. I figured I was looking at it. That's so, that's a good idea. I well, mine's mine's uh, August twenty sixth. It's six hundred sixty one minutes. And I was like, what the hell could that have been? And then I realized that was when I was driving back and forth without from Alabama, like to oh, Alabama. Right, right, right. So it was just like the road trip, either while I was driving or in the back seat, like just listening to whatever. 600 minutes is like, that's like, you know, 10 hours. Is- Dude, why do I feel like mine's the same day? Why does that sound so familiar? I have to look now. Like, I don't know why August 26 sounds really familiar. <laughs> when was that? Do you remember when that was? What do you mean? Where was the... Oh, it's it's after your top songs. It's after the add to your library button. It's like you listen for this total amount of minutes, and then this day was your whatever. Time is a construct? Yeah. Okay. It would be so funny if it was the same day, because I, I don't even know. August 26th! That's weird. Dude, that's so weird. Wait, maybe that oh. was... That was when I was going to Denver, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Oh, because I think we left on the same day. That's right. So it was just like a travel day. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think we went out into the mountains, I think that night, or not that night, but that sometime in that day too. So just like went on Spotify right away. Or no, the concert was that day. So we were playing stuff on the all way the to stuff. It. Yeah, exactly. There you go. There and, and that makes sense. That's funny. You know what else was interesting too was I was, because obviously you always have more time spent listening to music than me, but... I and it, it's only a small part of it too. I wonder if I could get. I can't get YouTube stats for the year, but like, I had thirty-one thousand minutes of music listened to, but I also had sixteen thousand minutes of podcast on Spotify. Oh yeah, you're a big podcast guy. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, that's a, that actually it almost closes our gap for total time spent. It does, but Spotify. I also probably have like ten thousand minutes on SoundCloud. Yeah, so there's like that aspect that and I have. Who never... knows how many minutes on YouTube too? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. Um, do you remember how many artists it says you you discovered? This is the number that I've been the most interested in. Discovered? Or listen, you know. I listened to 1,177 1, artists this year. Mine is 4,500. That's insane. So, like, mo- not most. A lot of that is obviously from the podcast. Like, we're, we're, like, when we're looking into weird stuff, looking into random stuff, like, just like the Christmas thing. Like, yeah. you know. I'm, I don't know how they're counting artists, but my guess would be playing a song for maybe a certain amount of time by a new artist. But it's just, I heard someone be like, oh, mine was about like 500 or something. And I'm like, 
uh <laughs> <laughs> 4000s crazy yeah i know right and then you I, also hammered I, the I discoverer that. and stuff oh yeah <laughs> so that, that makes sense that's very true um and then I posted that Carly Moran answered and said, that's more songs than I listened to this year. <laughs> and I was like, holy <laughs> crap, that is wild. So that I thought was a really, really interesting that's metric. Crazy. I know. And again, it's like probably a high majority. It's, I'm, ne- I'm never listening to again, but you're yeah. right. This, the Discover Weekly stuff, like all those mixes and everything yeah. are definitely going to be the right. cause of that. But. I was like, is this normal? Is this a high number? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I was like 500. I was like, okay, yeah, it's it's way up there. Did you get your, so like that, like they gave you like your listening character or whatever? Oh, yeah. And they put mine as Cyclops as like the one that like I focus on. like one The thing. loyal one or whatever? I think it's because like I just, I do always return to rap. Yeah, and yeah, And like yeah. new rap. Um, it makes it, sense overall if you think about if yeah. you're that consistent with your top five basically every year yeah like you're like you're going back to which those. generally is like i'm revisiting my favorites the workout playlist always skews it a it's little bit be, too yeah, but big. um the other part too was a lot of this year i like i got into which i do a lot of years too but it was less um new rap and a lot of like finding old stuff that oh, i right. hadn't heard before yeah, like yeah that yeah. was like big for me yeah old or old artists but new songs to you yeah yeah which was cool so that makes sense why rap came out on top again. definitely Interestingly, oh no, I don't want to give you any hints about anyone's. Okay. Um, because I want you to guess, so then we can we can obviously talk about them. Right. Um, so let's jump right into it because it'll it'll lead to other conversation anyway. I'm ready. I'm gonna read you. I'll read you as much information about. Do you need this? Them as you want. Uh, uh I you guess playing songs. I wasn't going to, but if we need to, like if we need to. Um. I'll read you as much information from it as you want. Okay. Um, I gotta remember where I've got. I've been. I've had so many sent to me, or like a lot in just different places that I gotta figure out where everyone's are. Like Instagram messages, all that stuff. All right. So obviously we have top artists, top songs, minutes listen, top genre. Do you want all of those? Go. Let's one at a time. Do do top top songs, top artists. Okay. Top songs is gonna be hard because. Generally, like you won't, you just won't recognize if it's an artist you don't listen to much. But obviously, the point is here. I'm just gonna start reading. These are all people you know. Um, you just have to tell me who you think it is. Okay. Okay. Top artists: Mountjoy, Ripe, Twiddle, Camp, Hippocampus. Top songs: Dirty Love, Syncopated, something I can't say the whole name. <laughs> Backup, Lavender Girl, and River Drift. Okay. So what other information can you give me? Minutes Listen, 61,000. Wow, it's a lot. And top genre is rap, even though none of the artists in the top This is someone five. I know. Yeah, even though none of the artists in the top five can are me, rap. Can you give me the top <laughs> artists again? Mount Joy, Ripe. I could also give you context if I know the band, Okay. if you don't. Mount Joy, Ripe. Which is kind of a jammy, jammy type band. Twiddle, kind of the same. Camp and Hippocampus, which is like alt rock. Okay. I thought you'd have this one quick. Well, the jam band. I think you'll one, get better at this. Yeah. As you as you like, think about it more. But. I mean, it's between two people. Okay. I'm not gonna tell you until you make your final. I guess. think it's Parker. It is Parker. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I thought so. The jam I thought you'd get it with Mount Joy, just because like he's they went to like three concerts at Red Rocks in a row like 
three nights in a row. Matro is on a lot of people's. They name. are. They They're, definitely are. They blew up, so I didn't. I didn't want to jump into it. Yeah. He was he, when I when when it was Hippocampus two. I was like, all right, and Camp. Like I was like, I know that's that's one of the Denver guys. Yeah, Ripe is who he saw. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Ripe is who he saw up in the mountains, like right after I was there. The one that I think Ryan was at. Yeah. With, do you remember? Did you remember that seeing those videos? Did you see those videos? Ryan was there and Parker like bought skis yeah. while he was there, <laughs> just <laughs> standing in the concert. All right, so there's Parker. Nice, dude. Next one. Top artists. Lana Del Rey, Bob Dylan, The Beatles, Radiohead, and The Strokes. And I can't, honestly can't see most of the full see? names. I can't see most of the full names for top songs. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think they're going to help you that much, to be honest. That's fine. It's going to be a mix of... Is honestly, there anyone that I would know there? Uh, Tuesday's Gone, which might be Leonard Skinner. I'm not even sure. Man. Um, top artists were Lana Del Rey, Bob Dylan, The Beatles, Radiohead, The Strokes. 49,000 minutes. Top genres rock. I'm going to go with Carly Moran. No? Oh, uh, Here's my hit to you. Well, let me tell you this. I, I don't I don't want to skip over this. Parker's uh, location was Bozeman, Montana, which is fun. This person's is Burlington, Vermont, is a guy, and I'll tell you, last year his looked completely different than this. Shit. Not even close. And it's someone I know. Oh, yeah. Is it Brody? Nope. His looked completely different. Lana Del Rey. Yeah. It's not Mike. Kevin? I have no idea. This is John Holden. Really? <laughs> yeah, I remember last year his was all Spanish music. Yeah, it was all Bad Bunny and stuff. Yeah. So he he just got into Lana Del Rey this year. Tell me. What were the top five again? Lana Del Lana, Rey? Bob Dylan, The Beatles, Radiohead, The Strokes. Radiohead should have We were talking about The Beatles, and he's like, he the same thing that happened to me last year. He's just like, you get into a, a group of them, there's so many songs in the library, like they just end up in the top five. Yeah. What was his top genre? Rock. Yeah, right. Because we were talking the other night. He doesn't really listen to that much rap anymore. Yeah. Like he's kind of fell off of yeah, it. Yeah, there's basically none on there. All right, next one. Wow. Not doing too good. <laughs> I'm one for two. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's easy looking at him. Would it you have guessed that if you didn't know? I have no clue. Maybe Lana, because I think he had mentioned that in the past couple the months. The only thing that, that looking back could have tipped me off was Radiohead. That was it. Really? Yeah, it's a deeper band. Not everybody listens to radio. All right. Uh, next one. Top artists. Kanye West, Jay-Z, J. Cole, Rainbow Kitten Surprise, Drake. Um, songs, Black Summer, IDWK. It's Dave. This is Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it. Dave's yeah. location is also San Luis Obispo. The, rain, the Rainbow Kitten Surprise mixed in with those That's things. That's really funny. That got me because we talked about it's it before. It's just so random. And then as soon as you get you hit I Don't Want to Know on there. What was the first one? The first song? Um, I think it was a Black Summer. Black Summer, Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. And then what was uh, what was his top genre? Rap. Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense with the artists. I love that 777 ended up as number five spot, though. Yeah. Seven, seven, seven. <laughs> All right. Nice. Back Next on one. track. Next one. There we go. Next one. Top artists: NF, Charlie on a Friday, Polo G, 
Nick D and Connor Price. <laughs> and the G? top songs, I'll just tell you, are all NF. NF. The yeah. fuck is NF? Oh, you don't know who NF is? No. Okay, you probably won't get this then. What he he play he one is, or um. Give me some a context. white rapper, like emotional rap. Oh, I know. Never mind. I know NF. He he has like some like kind of hype songs too, right? Doesn't he? Yeah, but they're like yelly. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Huh? Interesting. Read it. Read the artist again. NF. NF. Charlie on a Friday. I don't know. I don't know what enough that is. about Polo G. Nick D and Connor Price are both. Uh, alternative. Not even alternative. Pop. Pop rap type mm. artist. Ho- Hoodie Allen ish. So, oh, nice. Hmm. That's a weird one. NF. Here's your hint. You have said the name already. I've said the name already. Mm-hmm. Kevin? Mike? Carly? I've said the name already. Maybe you don't remember saying the name. Who's his name? I don't Brody. Know. It is Brody. This is Brody. Okay. Which I'm surprised you guessed him. Within the first couple, because you said it didn't look anything like right, right, the right. other one. That's why I, was I didn't thinking, think like, he out. would be on your radar at all yet, but he was. I'm like, okay, maybe you'll get this. Yeah, but. damn, interesting. NF, because his last year didn't he have? Uh, he had somebody we kind of made fun of him for, right? Well, he remember earlier in the year he, he when he was guessing it. Yeah, it was the Kai Sinat <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that, song, right. which did not end up on his top. Five. I wonder how close it got to the top uh, five. Yeah, yeah I didn't like ask six. him. I should have. All right, Brody. Interesting. Brody, big NF guy, huh? Uh, his location, Provo, Utah. <laughs> Only person that I've seen that had that. He, he he fits out there. All right, next one. REM, Laura Nairo, The Beatles, Young the Giant, and Gorillas. And I, I really don't think that the songs help you that much unless you, like, know. Um. 60,000 Minutes, Rock. Do you say the artist again? R.E.M., Laura Nairo, I don't know who that is, but The Beatles, Young the Giant, and Gorillaz. Andrew? Andrew. All right. Here we go. Back on track. I'm alternating. I'm just He's right. also Burlington, Vermont. Gorillaz was a good swing for me on that one, and Young the Giant. And The Beatles. Interesting. R.E.M. is a number one. Is Next one. Is solid, but that's that's surprising. Top artists: Taylor Swift, Morgan Wallen, Luke Combs, Jordan Davis, Megan Maroney. Jesus. Top genre: Contemporary country. Eighteen thousand minutes. Listen, Carly Moran. I think that's a bad guess. She's got to be in there somewhere. But like, she likes country music. Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> 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 oh my god come on oh here's the best location of all i think for okay where would you think what would be your guess when you hear that i don't know fucking nashville tennessee totally my thought yeah like nashville i mean yeah it's midwest or like su- southern midwest please tell me it's like Voorhees, new jersey or that something. would be, uh, be so funny. <laughs> no it was green bay wisconsin wow <laughs> <laughs> which i found to be that's so, so random funny. that's so funny what is it again morgan who else was on there morgan wall and taylor swift luke combs jordan davis <laughs> megan Maroney. 
All right, yeah, next one. Man. There's a couple more. Grateful Dead. John Mayer. <laughs> Matt Marks. Yeah, okay. Toro. Goose. Yeah. The Wonder Years. Goose being on there is interesting. That was interesting because I Mike actually talked about them a little Top bit. Top genre is hip hop. That's the funny part. Yeah, because of Matt, for sure. Four of his five like top songs were Matt Marks. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right. And I mean, he obviously is a rap guy. I mean, I know, but he's, he's also he's also like John, where he he kind of strayed for a while. Yeah, he's pop punk. You know, he's he's a, he's eclectic because he likes Toro. to. His was also Boulder, Colorado. Yeah, he fits out there with his hats that don't bend. All right, two more. Uh, top artists: Billy Joel, Flogging Molly, Dropkick Murphys, <laughs> The Rum Jacks. The Real Mackenzies. Okay. Brendan Quinn. Brendan Quinn. <laughs> He's so Irish, dude. He gave me the greatest, <laughs> just like side note, the great, his location was Bozeman, Montana. Just the greatest context to his songs. Yeah. He says, I'm kind of embarrassed by my top songs. And I was like, why is that? Because so many people end up saying that. And he said, the top two are very niche. And he said, the, his top two are very somber songs relating to the Civil War. <laughs> what yeah <laughs> i want to listen should we i don't know we'll keep going okay i want to uh, maybe separately i will so I, and when shit. he i want to know his location so bad it was bozeman i thought it might be like like colonial virginia or something <laughs> like <laughs> with something like that but <laughs> i was like brendan you just always surprise me man Every time It's just it's just the best That is so funny Alright here is the last one Taylor Swift Harry Styles Noah okay. Khan Vitamin String Something Doesn't complete I don't I don't <laughs> I can't see the whole thing And I don't think that's I don't think that's gonna help you Vitamin String something. And Kelsey Ballerini And uh, the top Two, I think, are Taylor Swift songs. One of those, maybe th- top, maybe three in there. Are Taylor Swift, I believe. Say it again. The artist. Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, Noah Khan, Vitamin String, something, and Kelsey Ballerini. About twenty-one thousand minutes, and that's pop. All right. I feel like it has to be her this time. Is it Carly now? It is no, not Carly. Jesus, we've got no Carly in she here. She didn't send her stuff in. Um, you said she maybe on Instagram or something. All right, uh, Aaron Jacob. This is Aaron. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Knew she was lurking in there somewhere. Um, no Kevin either, because Kevin said since he f- uses Spotify to fall asleep, his numbers get messed up, <laughs> which is sad. They have sleep timers now. Come on, Kev. Yeah, Kev. So, that is that was a test that. I thought, and I don't, this is not in a bad way. I thought you'd do a little better. Like, I got to them though. <laughs> I only, I only couldn't get a couple of them. Yeah. First of all, John and Brody, there's no way I, that was, they were, those were shots in the dark. They're so different than, I mean, maybe Brody's I could have got to. John's is tough. Went from Bad Bunny to fucking Lana Del Rey. <laughs> yeah. How am I supposed to pick up? On Real that? tough. Yeah. I did okay. Um, all I can say, shout out to Jenna, who last year's top artist was Jack Harlow. Remember we called her live. This year's top artist, Morgan Wallen. <laughs> Man, she's regressing. I want to take Jack Harlow over. <laughs> she goes, she goes, I said something. She goes, you're not, you can't ask to send 
for you to send these <laughs> and, and then make, make fun, fun of, of you. And I said, but Randy can. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, I won't make fun of you. <laughs> what was their top song? How about how were the rest of her top five artists? At least. Jen, I'm rooting for you here. SZA? Nice. She went to a SZA concert, I believe. Hell yeah. Got canceled and rescheduled this year. Um, Lainey, which was there last year. Juice World, and Drake. Yeah. Okay, so you know what? The rest of her four make Jack Carlo really fell off. Good. You know? I mean, he fell off in a lot of people's minds, so mm-hmm. that, that's on par. True. He has weird football performances. He should stop doing them. <laughs> his Thanksgiving performance was weird. I, I didn't watch it. And then, you ever see his game day performance? It's one of the cringiest. I don't think so. He's in the center stage, surrounded by like Ohio State fans. Oh, and oh nobody oh. gives a fuck. Oh, okay. Call he's like football. louder, and like there, no one's giving <laughs> it back to him. He's doing uh, glamorous. Yeah, rough. Good job, Jenna. Good bounce back. I'm not gonna make fun of you. Pat on the back. Didn't see that coming. Um, hers was Scottsdale, Arizona. Which is, which is kept pretty random. Um, our friend Tommy Tommy Peel, DJ Tommy U, who we is the one that we looked at. There's one song that was just like very lo-fi, and then we listened to like four versions of it. Yeah, if you remember? Yeah. Um, that was of course on there. He guessed correctly, but he had Mac Miller, Travis Scott. His location was Tempe, Arizona. Hmm. I believe where Arizona State is. <laughs> nice. Travis Scott will do that for you. Oh, and then um, I won't have you do another guess, but uh, Joe McLaughlin's is Mac Miller, as you can imagine. Taylor Swift coming up second for him. Yeah. Is Does he share one with Nav, though? No, no. He likes Taylor Swift. Really? Yeah. And <laughs> uh, three, Faruko, who does Peppas. Joe got really into him. You know Peppas. No. That's the song that we did the intros to in, at the wedding. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know that's Um Drake and Meek Mill. So he's got a pretty random assortment there. Taylor Swift? Yeah, he's a Taylor Swift guy. He is. Nice. It would have been a funny one actually for you to guess. I don't know if you would have even got that one because that was such a wild card. Taylor Swift is crazy. Yeah. But the Mac Miller number one might have got me. Man, interesting. Did Arvin send one in? Okay. But ask him. Yeah, I'm curious. It's not all for content. It's actually just interesting to learn. It is interesting, yeah, for sure. For so, sure. Randy, that's the end of that portion. <laughs> Are you warmed up for the profiling? Yeah, for I the, think so. the the profiling. Yeah, I think I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Do we need any any intermissions here? No, I'm good to go. Okay. By the way, the Cowboys are uh, down 35 to 27 right now in the fourth quarter. This game's wild. Yeah, 13 minutes left though. There's a lot of game left. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm ready to profile. Okay. Next time you're guessing, because I feel like you think it's easier. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do some some work to get the stuff done. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. So, same idea, right? I'm gonna give you all the details, but you don't know these people, so you have to tell me what you think they're like. I've written down some some characteristics already so that i'm and not these are not people from last year at all right correct no i okay. wouldn't do that um those people have been analyzed yeah gotcha um and i wanted to make sure it's people you didn't know obviously and which honestly it wouldn't really matter because then i i could just not tell you 
their name and whatnot, but I still wanted it to be people you've never, you never even have an idea of necessarily. I think you gave me guy or girl though. Yeah. So I was going to ask, do you want, I do think that helps. That helps. I, I think, I think that's a fair me. thing to yeah, give. Yeah, I, I, I would like. Right, because remember, this was not the plan last year. You just, you just started going. Yeah, <laughs> caught fire. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you ready for mm-hmm. the first number one? I'm ready. This is a woman. Okay. Her name is Emily. And I work with. I work with her. Top artists, the 1975. <laughs> okay. I will say in this, uh, across all of them, we could play some songs if you want to get an idea. Sure. Because like, there's naturally there's gonna be. Songs it's easier for stuff know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1975. Second, mannequin pussy. <laughs> I don't even know what that Three, is. Three, radiator hospital. <sighs> Four, the frights. Five, the backseat lovers. I need to hear stuff. Correct. Minutes less than seventy-eight thousand. Wow, it's a lot. It's a lot. Top genre, POV indie is what it's called. Okay. So, we ha- we will definitely give you some, some songs. See, the 1975 thing is so tough. That's a niche of people for sure, but it's not, it's a big category. There's a lot of, like when I was poking around on Instagram, there's a lot of girls had 1975 in their top. Yeah. That man is a heartthrob, whatever his name is. All right, what do you want to do? Give me the top songs. Top songs? This is the top song. A 1975 song. Can I hear some from the band? Here's number three. Here's her second artist, Mannequin Pussy. Song is the number four. Right? Yeah. Can I have you? Can I have two and five? Two 
So it's it's definitely like a long. Obviously, no judgment of anything here. No, but it's, <laughs> I I don't. I mean, there's nothing negative. No, no. I don't I'm mean, saying I'm saying if you're like just completely wrong, I'm probably or like completely wrong. Just odds are, last year was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I don't expect anything. I just wanted to know. Okay, so I'll, the second song you played that was pretty intense. That one threw me for a little bit because they were all kind of positive and and light, and then that one was different. The other ones are somber, but they're like alternative somber, so they're not. They're kind of upbeat still. I'm thinking like good mood all the time. Not necessarily like loud, but like happy when you see her, you know, like I think just walking around jamming a lot. Like there's not, there wasn't much like kind of like sadder or angry stuff in there, which was what tipped me off about Erica last time with like the Earl sweatshirt and stuff. Right, it's right. kind of missing that dark side. Right. You know, it's kind of like lighter poppy alternative, but not so mainstream. So... I'll give that, I don't know. I don't think too much of like a trend writer either. You know, like I don't, I think she likes 1975, but she's not like ultra super obsessed because the singer's hot. I think she likes the music. So not a trendy person, generally good mood, but not loud. What do you mean by not a trendy, like not a bandwagoner type of thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there's a reason T-Swift wasn't in her top five, you know, and even though the 1975 is... Based on the other stuff, I think she just likes that general sound, not that just the cult of personality that is the band. Right. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty generic. It's yeah. it's generic, definitely. But like, you're definitely right that she's not loud. Like she's not like a, and she's generally in a good mood, like good energy. Yeah. And it's not. It's not all the time. Not like. Uh. Trying to think of a comparison, not Jordan. like a Jordan bubbly yeah. type of thing, right. but um, what I was, I wrote a couple specifics down that if you said this, I'd be like, oh man, yeah, yeah. Um, she, a lot of this was influenced on. She's a huge concert goer, so these are Makes artists sense. that she went to see this year, um, and she's a big, big social person, um, so like likes to drink and then make, make friends, make friends and connections and stuff. And if you said anything about like concerts or anything, I was just gonna be like <laughs> crazy. Um, I also wrote 
I was also seeing if you were going to say something like, uh, go with the flow, free spirited type person. Yeah, right. Yeah. But you definitely I circled it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You definitely circled it. Yeah. So like, you definitely are are right in there. that area, that yeah. energy. Yeah. The top five songs are the most important part because it, you it's think like, so? well, because that's what's you're listening to the most, right? Like that's the, like right, right. The what is generally songs. your every day like is coming on? Yeah. It's like that's what you're revisiting. Yeah. I think that says a lot about the mood. And you were definitely right where she's not a bandwagoner. Yeah. She's like got her own style. Likes to thrift, generally. Yeah. Like. That type of thing. Nice, sweet. So not bad. All right, not bad. Not bad. I feel good. That's a good. That's a good. Get your toes wet. One. Next one. <laughs> right, ready? Yep. Top artists. Geese. Not goose. Not goose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Geese. Second, the Strokes. Third, uh, I can't see the whole thing. I think it's my morning jack. Oh, I know them. Yeah, my morning jacket. Four, Radiohead. Five, Beach House, who we recently talked about. Yeah. Samples. Top songs. All by Geese. <laughs> okay. I'm assuming you have not heard Geese before. I don't know what Geese is. Okay, so we'll definitely... I think I can guess what they're like. I don't know if you can. Okay. <laughs> <Not really. laughs> That's based you off the song, yeah. Um, or the artist. 70,000 Minutes. Top genres, indie rock. I'm sure Geese is considered indie rock because there's no way they aren't. I don't know if I said this is a guy. Okay. So, this well, I'll play you a couple geese. Well, you know the Strokes. You know the other four, right? Say them again. Geese, the Strokes, My Morning Jacket, Radiohead, Beach House. Yeah. Right. So it's it all depended on geese for the most part. Yes and no. This was the first one that came up, but this is his fourth. How is that the end? Could it come a little sooner? We've been looking for a chance to be alone. Honey can't help you pants. We're living in the future. There's no need to do the dance anymore. came out with a new album born, in the, the middle of the summer. Goes in the one ear, on out the other. Hit me, baby, show me the floor. I was Cassidy's gun and she was his daughter. Good. God of the sun, this is I'm number one. You down on the inside. This is number one song. When the Kalayuga comes and closes my eyes, and we can die by the egg crash. I really like this band. Sun and moon collide. We can 
three pretty different songs. Here's a reminder of who like Beach House is, obviously. Something we played recently, but just the Bunny Trees one. So I'm gonna play one song. Right? Cheeks was adamant that I check. Oh really? This is just their top song. think so okay who is this all right so i don't necessarily want to say stoner but it's on the table i'm picturing like the rock and roll not rock and roll but like the concert goer that's mount joy type of stuff like that's that kind of band vibe i'm getting like don't trip hats and like he's wearing vans and like that kind of vibe i think he like likes sports but is it constantly in his intake of like morning rotation. <laughs> that's pretty specific. <laughs> yeah. But that's just like, you know, kind of, this is the, feel this you is the person I'm picturing. Yeah. yeah. Like they're yeah, into yeah. it, but they're not like checking in with like Colin Coward every day. Yeah. Like they're like, they're kind of just jamming most of the time. Got it. I'm going to go. Yeah. Pretty chill disposition. Not overly excited travels. For, I would say to go see these, these bands would be my guess. And yeah, kind of like that. Not skater vibe, but you know what I'm talking about, like that kind of style. It's kind of like Toro, like that, like that kind of vibe of a dude, you know, dresses up for his concerts, hypes to go, like hype to go, group of friends, that kind of thing. That's that's the kind of dude I'm picturing here. Um, just because I want you to go touch further, what do you think he looks like? Looks like <laughs> yeah, tall, tall guy, <laughs> tall. Yeah, he's a tall dude. <laughs> tall guy sees sees over a lot of stuff, flannels, decent build, but not huge, you know. Your typical nice tall guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Got it. All right. Basically, you're pretty far off. <laughs> but he's a short king. He, he's not like he's not average. Height he's guy. like maybe a little shorter than me. Got it. If I remember that right. But the the personality you got pretty pretty on. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's super chill. The sports thing was right on. Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wanted to get one detail. He, uh, <laughs> he's like killing it in fantasy football and he follows it all, but he does not really watch. Yeah. Like, like he follows the sports, but he doesn't really watch. He's so not checking pretty, in. That was that pretty much. right. Yeah. On. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, he's very involved in the I'll music tell you how scene. I knew that, but keep going. He's very involved in, in like local music scene. Um, like he works for live nation and, Cool. Like as a side hustle and does some stuff. So doesn't actually travel around to see the bands, but he, it's in the same vein that you were kind of Concert describing. Stuff. Yeah, I appreciate Have you talked about it before that he works for Live Nation? I feel like you might have brought that up to me. I'll get there. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, what we were looking for with, with the look was has a mustache, loves a beanie, wears a beanie all the time, but not like a 
not like a don't trip bean, like just a solid black beanie. Okay. Um, but skater vibe where he's not an actual skater or he might be, but like he could be a skater. I, I don't know if he's actively doing any skater stuff. That was pretty right on. Nice. Like he, he definitely, you would think that's who he is even if he's not. Yeah. So you had, you hit a lot of boxes there. Nice. You did. <laughs> and why I didn't want to say who it was is cause you met him one time. This is Tom who you met at my birthday and you talked to him for a little bit. Okay. Um, he was, I mean, just super chill. I'm sure if I saw him, I'd like probably immediately recognize yeah. him. Yeah. So the sports thing. Yeah, give was, me the sports thing. Okay, it's because <laughs> generally, so like Brody, there's like hype rap. And I think a lot of sports guys that like grew up playing a lot and also are into it, like they, that hype music permeates their top five a lot of times. So it's a guess. Like Parker's Parker's readout. If, if I didn't know his top genre was hip hop though, like that would have that that's informative yeah yeah but it's like that that all alternative bands all the songs from the same band i don't know why it just that's what that's what came to me all right that's pretty solid yeah pretty good one <laughs> all right next one this is a woman top artists taylor swift okay second harry styles okay three labyrinth I feel like I've heard of that before, yeah. He did uh a lot of the I'm not I don't I don't think this is why she listens to them as far as I know, but did a lot of the soundtrack for uh that show about high schoolers that why they're doing Euphoria? Euphoria. Okay. Um but has some other uh, other really good stuff too. Um SZA, four. Nice. Phoebe Bridgers. I know who that is. Five. Okay. Um, one is definitely, uh, one is definitely Taylor Swift. Three is Drew Barrymore, says that right? Uh, Drew Barrymore says it though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she had says that four. Yeah. But that's, that's control. That's like years ago that album came out. Ah, got it. That's not the newest one. Um, Interesting. so let me play. Just make sure you get all your information correctly here. Oh, number two is a Zach Bryan song, interestingly. Who is who who teeters the line of folk and country. He's good though. Like he's not he's he's not like the he's not putting out. I don't know, it, it seems genuine, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. So this is number two. I've heard this. Here's the number four song. This is a labyrinth song. I got hit by a truck. I got hit by a truck. And it drove off and left me here for dead. Alone lying here crying in the rain. Yeah. I got touched by God and it fucked me up like an electrical current crossing through my veins. Lightning came and hit me again. I didn't recognize that first, but I... What are the other 
on the top five she made top five songs top five artists that'll be the last song then yeah yeah so drew barrymore zach bryan that zach bryan song the labyrinth song we played the troy sivan one this is it this is phoebe Thousand minutes top genres pop. Yeah, remember Harry Styles was number two, but not in any of the top five. Okay, so what you got? What do I got? A little more. I think this is somebody that's on TikTok and the social media platforms a little bit because I think so. The artist profile tells me there's a lot of I like how you look away from me to not give any way information. It's a good I'm just touch. like reading also for like to see, yeah, yeah, things that you, like if. Uh, so I think a little bit more in that area. Like I think she's listening to like the Best Friends Pod with like Brianna Chicken Fry to see how it's going with Zach Bryan and stuff. Like I think she is into the pop culture element of it all because, like that that euphoria <laughs> that Euphoria song or not whatever that's a Euphoria guy that song I've heard in a lot of like instagram shorts and youtube shorts and tic- like true that's it, it's a lot of like and like SZA was big on tiktok because he had kill bill but she got drew barrymore which makes me think either she went back to listen to more SZA or that was just a tiktok song or or one of those that i didn't know so i think it's more of that like pop culture kind of like aaron like very into the pop culture podcast and what's going on behind the scenes with all the artists as well as the music however it's not like totally washed out like straight up pop crap like that guy like labyrinth and and going drew barrymore phoebe bridgers like those aren't your like typical like just straight up pop pop. artist but they are they are making their rounds on like the tiktok stuff enough where i think she's kind of tapped into that kind of stuff um i don't know personality wise i would imagine probably like maybe really funny when you get to know her but not at the surface, like maybe a little, not shy, but just isn't upfront about that at first would be my guess. Um, but I think very up to date with like what's going on, what shows are out, what's the good stuff. 
like kind of in touch with the times type of person. How'd I do? Is that your review? That's my review. Officially? Um, I think you're in the ballpark. Okay. I would say. I think you're prob- you probably didn't factor in some of the... Um, some of like the Phoebe Bridgers and I don't want to say like more meaningful stuff, let's okay. say um, like the Zach Bryan because um, quote her when I asked about this was um, described her top five as liking the way the music makes her feel emotionally. Yeah. Right. So I think a lot of people get that out of Taylor Swift, but I think you can get that out of yeah some of the other other artists in there too. Um, I think the point about um, about funny, but gotta get kind of shy at first. That's pretty. That's pretty on there, pretty on the nose. Um, but then once you get to know her, she is chatty and likes to like connect yeah. on things. Um, I guess the only other thing that I was kind of alluding to that I was looking to see if you could have was like very in touch with herself like Mm. self-aware and like on like emotions i think part of that comes through with what you're saying about like in the know which i think is as far as as far as i know pays attention yeah relatively true like they're they're not like a big social media person but i think tiktok wise yes is on it i don't necessarily i didn't necessarily mean posting and stuff but i think that's from what i know relatively accurate but um, so you definitely check some boxes and I think yeah. probably a couple were, were missed, but not like you were like wrong. I wasn't way off. Anything. Yeah. Right. Um, so cool. All right. I feel like that was, it wasn't, obviously I didn't recreate the magic of last year, but I think it was enough. I do cut. have one more if you want it. We don't I have can. to do it. I'm just saying, I think I'm doing okay enough to show that that wasn't a fluke. Yeah. 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 I, I would agree. I would agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can take the motion that you that you can you can derive emotion out of the artists and songs and put it in the form of the broader culture pers- yeah, and personality how it fits and into what and stuff what niche of people they kind of fit into yeah yeah, yeah. which is pretty impressive thanks man <laughs> um we won't do the last one i'll just tell okay. you i'll just tell you the last one it was kind of a trap why was it a trap so this was for cherish who you you've met one time yeah. at her birthday so she had like Taylor Swift. Uh, she had all of the quote unquote basic yeah picks right top five straight through but like sweet like yeah 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 so like <laughs> it was a trap you I I think you would have probably gotten most of the general points hold on wait um, go leave me the top I want to hear it though. all right so we're gonna yeah she's like please don't roast me but, I'm not I mean. I, I wouldn't no roast promises. anybody. No, I know, I know. <laughs> um, Taylor Swift, Olivia Rodrigo, Daisy Jones, and Daisy I Jones—I never heard of. I don't remember. It's like Daisy Jones and Sunshine. The rest of the band and the Sex Change Band. <laughs> no one will ever be. Just for accuracy. Oh, Daisy Jones and the Sixth. Uh, Miley Cyrus, Phoebe Bridgers. So here's Daisy Jones in the sixth. Folky. Very. But minutes listened to only 8,000. Wow, that's so low. <laughs> yeah. 
get in her feels on that one. Yeah, that was that was sad. <laughs> so way. so her main points were just like, uh, I <laughs> like has a dog and an Instagram for it. <laughs> <laughs> like went to Penn I State. I might have gotten there on that one. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> went to Penn State. Like lives in State College at the moment. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say who it was, obviously. That's um, awesome. But it was just like the ni- <laughs> not a huge music person. Yeah. But like is the nicest person ever. She really was sweet. But also like likes the gossip. You know, she wants to know what's going on. What's going on with especially everybody? with Taylor Swift. Yeah. She's a, she was she went to the Taylor Swift concert. She's a big Swifty. Yeah. Gotcha. But Cherish, we'll save you the the roasting the breakdown. You're right. I probably would have roasted her a little. <laughs> nice. That was fun. Yeah. You were uh, you did pretty well. Thanks. I'm I'm proudest of my. Uh, like sports, but isn't checking yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was Dude, the there was one that I almost did, but I don't know him well enough to have like enough specific things to yeah to say about him. But is a guy I work with who his were like Paramore, the Cranberries, uh, I want to say Nirvana, maybe or Radiohead cool. or something. Wow. And I don't think you would have got it at all. Do he play I, guitar? I'm not sure. I don't know enough about him to like. Actually have those details. Yeah, I'm curious. Which I wish I did, but um, it's not. It's I don't think it's what I would guess. Yeah, based off what. But you again, said. like I don't know how I can't speak on it fully. But I w- that's what I almost said. I was like, that's not fair to you. No. <laughs> like how much? I can't even almost like back it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. All right. Cool. All right. That was so good. That's the Spotify wrap. Psychoanalysis part two. Dude, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Hopefully you guys are as interested in that as we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun. I think it's really fun just because like I what I try to do is when I'm listening to it, I'm trying if I can think of people that I know yeah, that yeah, are yeah. similar. You're like making those connections as yeah, you go. It helps me kind of like whittle it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as to like, you know, who it is. But mm-hmm. there's always gonna be somebody in there that totally like, like blows really up the category. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Like my uh, Joe, who you just met at football, yeah, is a his were almost entirely Spanish artists and songs <laughs> because he's learning Spanish. Okay, his girlfriend Spanish is from Mexico, and oh, that's cool. And so it was. He was like, "It's a really great way to learn." Yeah, it's like you never would have got it. <laughs> like who, never. Who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, a redhead, red beard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you ready? This last segment. Yeah, we got an artist spotlight. We got an artist spotlight for you. Um. I'm excited because I don't think I, I can't remember the last one I did or just that we did in general. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, it's funny because I found somebody very recently that I was like, oh, I should do one. So I'm going to, but I'm going to save it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My only fun fact, and this is going to intrigue you, but I'm going to say no more information is he went to Kevin's high school. Kevin really? Lindsay's high school. Cool. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Good to know. <laughs> all right. So our artist spotlight uh, is a band called. Karungbin. Um, Are we confident? That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I have a video. <laughs> I looked up, dude. You have to hear them saying it. I looked up how to pronounce it, and it was K H. Dude, it gave me the funniest video. Like, this dude has a whole channel dedicated to pronouncing the names of artists correctly. Nice. And I think it's like maybe like an English as a second language type thing. Just the way the guy talks and everything. But, um, We are looking at how to pronounce this name as well as how to you say more interesting often confusing names from music as well, so make sure to stay tuned. This is the name of a musical trio from Houston, Texas. How do you say it? 
Kurangbin. Kurangbin. Pretty Kurangbin. Ones you know. Kurangbin. All right, I can't now, do this anymore. You know, Von Iver. Van Halen. Dude, I, I take this away. He's like in my ear. <laughs> Kurangbin. Uh, right, Kurangbin. It's off. So, anyway. How do Stop. You say that? <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> He's a whole channel dedicated to I wonder to how that. that came across. So, anyway. Um... I found out about them. I saw there's an Instagram account really worth following called Face Melts. <laughs> and it's just like really good guitar riffs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I saw um, a portion of their uh, Tiny Desk concert. And then it kind of kicked me off into like looking into them more. Um, they're really interesting. So they're just a trio. It's one guy, one girl, or two guys and one girl. A drummer, a bassist, and a lead guitarist. And then the lead guitarist and the bassist uh, kind of switch off doing some vocal stuff. Um, but they're really interesting and, uh, I want to know if you get, so like what, I want to know if you might've heard of it before, but what like area of the world do you feel like when you listen to this song in particular? So this one is called Maria Tambien. song but i've never thought about it that way really? so it's just changing the way that i'm like listening to it all right i got mine right on me um i've got i get a beachside vibe beachside so i've got california i've got australia okay so interesting i i there definitely is the beach vibe but what i thought was especially with this part coming up and i might fast forward to it um, it's a really short song. It's only like two minutes long, but it comes up right after that part. This part that like that like yeah, I was like that's like almost like it reminds me of like Middle Eastern. Oh, oh, right. Like that was kind of the vibe I was getting. Like that, like whatever, like Indian, like they'll do that kind of like really fast strumming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I was especially this next part coming up right here. Um, 100%. So I started, when I started reading about it, it says the band is known for blending global music influences such as classic soul, dub, rock, and psychedelia. Mm -hmm. Their debut studio album, which I'll play a song from uh, later, is The Universe Smiles Upon You, draws from the history of Thai music in the 1960s. Specifically from, uh, it's called Luck Tongue, is another, it's like a brand, uh, genre, and it's basically, it's like Thai country music, and like folk kind of tie which they developed in like the 30s it was kind of like following world war ii interesting it was like these western influences it's really interesting music i actually did um just to give you an example i did um this is a luck tongue song so it's, it also draws a lot like, of like is of this soul. a more recent song or is this an old song this one looks a little bit more recent. But anyway, so then this is a song from 
that album. This is called People Everywhere. But their song from that I just played, that's from their second album, which is called Contodo El Mundo, has influences from Spain and the Middle East, specifically Iran. And um, the drummer and the guitarist, lead guitarist, they knew each other from like a, they played in like a uh, church group growing up in Texas. And then when they met the girl, the lead singer and the girl, they bonded over like a shared interest in like Afghan music and like architecture. So they're like very inspired from the Middle East yeah. and then also like Spain. Like they really kind of blend a lot of styles of um, guitar together. Some of their music is like completely instrumental like this in the other song. And then um, they have like kind of like very easy vocals. Yeah, it's where I've seen them like in pop pop culture or cult wherever yeah. is I think reference to the Tiny Desk concert uh, some collab stuff where it's really focused on the guitar like yeah. it's like if you want true just like guitar melodies like they're a very like pure version of that yeah. where you don't really get that a lot of the time right which is nice and like it's also it's improvisational but it's not repetitive in like a jam band type of way where they're kind of looking for that solo like it's just it's all very cohesive and straight through it's good music to do stuff to like I found it very like good for like working or yeah, yeah. Up. like yeah. it's great music for that but also just like uh, there's also memes in the comments a lot of times about how the drummer never loses track of time because he's just so steady and that's what they wanted if they they formed the kind of bassist guitarist vocals and then they went and recruited him for the band because they were like we just need you to kind of keep this yeah. going yeah. and he's perfect at it I do think they are at a great opportunity to do a lot of collabs yeah. with like Anderson Pot or like someone who adds Boss? like do them on a, a, like a little a little different element that they don't have yeah. to blend together would be really like I think that would skyrocket them. I'm not sure if they're trying to do that or not. But they're I, pretty big. They have like six million monthly listeners, but they're not huge right now. Yeah, but they're definitely on the up and up right now. Yeah. Uh, so I got two more to show you. This next one is called. Um, Friday morning, which I really like. This is more of the soul influence. Yeah. This is on the second album, which has that Spanish and Middle East Iran. Friday morning. This is a cool one too. It's pretty long and it's got some, some tempo changes. And it's nice. And then this last one is from a more recent album. This one came out in 2020. It's called Mordecai, but the song is called Pirluta. I think one song, that was the first song that had vocals, I think. Yeah. That you just played. I think this one does. So she sings this. She She's of some kind of Hispanic descent. Solid listen, a lot of good stuff, um, especially if you're into the instrumentals, you like guitar, easy listening. 
yeah. check these guys out. Yeah, like you said, it's kind of some good use cases for it. Yeah. To be yeah. productive. It's not... Not that it can't be music for the foreground, but certainly music for the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll probably be a bit more intentional... Cause it, it, they've come up in like mixes and yeah. stuff on Spotify, but I have not like they're definitely worth not looking taken, into. Yeah, I've not taken like the yeah the, the time for that it. That style of guitar, especially in that first song with like the Middle Eastern influence, I was like, I've never heard that in like a modern kind yeah, of rock yeah. band, and right. I was like, that's cool. Right. So I, I've been I've been listening to them a lot. Can you get a sense of how old they are? Uh, I don't think they're that. Oh, like them. The members, yeah, like 30s maybe. Oh they're, really? They're okay. they're on the younger side, yeah. That's still older than I expected, actually. Their first album came out in 2015. Um, let's see. So the lead guitarist, Mark Spear, is he's 44. Actually. No way. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Um, but so uh, Karungbin, that was they were the very Thai? yeah. It's a Thai word for airplane, actually. And it just was their favorite work because they were really getting influenced by the Thai stuff at the time when they were mm-hmm. making that album. And like, Let's just name our band like our favorite Thai word. Um, and one of the people that like reviews their music said, I thought it was a really good quote. He said that the airplanes fitting because they cross a lot of like borders of music and kind of blend it. It's cool. So that's Karungbin. You are going to know how to pronounce <laughs> Next week's episode, Tyler Swift. <laughs> Tyler? <laughs> yep. All right, so that's an artist spotlight for you. Yeah. Good episode. First one in a while. Yeah. So we learned that Taylor Swift confirmed demon. Right. The evidence has been presented. The evidence was presented. Pretty and, strong case. And you Swifties out there, you have to present your evidence back about why evidence. she's not. The burden of proof is on you. And then that'll be an episode upcoming. Yeah. <laughs> and also stop bothering us about talking about Taylor Swift because we just did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah, true. I did. And uh, another another good wrapped. I like the psychoanalysis. S- still continue to send them as yeah. well. Like, I don't know when this is coming out, so I'm sure wrapped has been out for a week or so at least but it's still worth like obviously that info doesn't go away yeah and if we haven't seen it can it's, you it's i'm always interested so. can you do me a favor and, no and okay uh the third i'm ending this podcast right the, now. no the third person i psychoanalyzed what was her name alexandra can you ask her about the scissor song i want to know if she actually if she found it if she just went back and listened to that album this year or something. okay we'll or if do. it's just like an old favorite that just kind of popped up we'll do i'm curious um but yeah that was fun and uh Karumbin. Um, you teased the segment for us next time. Another next artist spotlight. Yeah. Karumbin. Excited for it. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys. <laughs> Bye.